The following program contains views and opinions which are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but they are fun, funny, and fun funny. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Just keep in mind, the media helps people become dumb. Dumber and dumb dumber. Get it? Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't because we sit on our blessed assurance humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Uh, that's because there's already a guy behind the curtain and I couldn't get his job. Oh, oh well. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Wowzer. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian, you know, when you have to decide when to use a soft answer to bring about closure, because a soft answer is a great response to wrath, and you might be getting into a fight or an argument with somebody, when do you use the soft answer to bring it all down? That's some of the stuff that we're going to talk about. We also want you to know that if you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, perhaps you have a praise report, perhaps you have a prayer request, perhaps you have something going on and you're missing a single ingredient for your cake. I probably won't know it, but I'll definitely want to try the cake. Bottom line is you need to reach out to us. You can do that by calling 972 that's 972-445-0770. Now, when you call 972-445-0770, you will end up talking to Amazing Jen. Let me tell you what that's like. That's like waking up in the morning, not groggy, but feeling completely refreshed. And then you will feel amazing. There you go. How could you beat that? That's like the best, right? The other way to get in touch with us, pretty simple. You can text us 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. 
There you go. Also, you can send an email, David at he must increase.org. David at he must increase.org. Not anti disestablishmentarianism at he must increase.org. That's really just too long. David at he must increase.org. I promise I get all the emails. Most of them I reply to. Some of them we have to incinerate in a in a uh, kind of a sacrificial. No. But it's kind of funny. Uh, also, we send you up to the website. A couple reasons for that. If you are interested in being an ambassador for the show, uh, you have to pay money, do all this stuff. Uh, you don't have to do any of that. All you got to do is share. We have uh, the opportunity. You can have business cards, bumper stickers. Yeah, I like bumper stickers. They're still fun, and I'm on the freeway for two hours a day, so I might as well read something. And then additionally, we have like six different brochures that you can pick from. You don't have to give them to anybody if the Lord opens the door and you think, hey, this is a good opportunity, you take it. And if not, don't worry about it. Nobody double checks on you. It's you and the Lord doing ministry. So if you want to be an ambassador, you let us know. We'll give you all the stuff that we can give you to help out. Plus, we'll be continually praying for you to have opportunities. And then the last thing, of course, is money. And this is my uh, least favorite and most favorite thing. It's great to get money in. It's terrible to talk about money in the same time. So, But I do like this one thing that I say every once in a while. Ready? Ready? Money, 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 money. I happen to like that. Uh, the way that you give is off the website. Please go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. There you go. Obviously, somebody's sledding. <laughs> And hitting a tree, and then that's the end of the sledding. <laughs> boom, boom, up, done. There you go. All right, lots to cover. Let me uh, give you a couple things uh, up on the table I want to set up for everybody to be aware of. So we've got next week coming up. The following week is a little bit more of a goofy week. We've told you that before. We're telling you again. We're not. We don't. I, I don't like the let's hide it, not tell them what's going on attitude uh, that takes place in a lot of uh, radio shows. But we don't do that, and I don't think anybody in this st station does that at all. It's like, look, this is what's happening. So, n not next week, but the week after. There's going to be two days. I'm going to be out Monday and Friday. Just be prepared for that. And then the following week, every once in a while, while we're doing the show, you might hear somebody go, "Hey, Grandpa, can you do this?" I mean, because we don't know exactly how things are going to go along those lines. So just be aware of that. The other thing I want to do is I want to pray for the audience real quickly, and then we'll get into the teaching. So hang with me in this real quickly. Uh, I think you'll agree with it. Let's uh, join our faith together. Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now in the powerful and awesome name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And there is no other name to approach you in. Nobody who is worthy and no other name that we can use that has the power and the authority. We come before you in the name of Jesus, and we ask for the people who can hear my voice right now. You know every single one of them. I don't know each one. You do. And I'm asking you that they would have a, receive a touch from you, a, a point of contact or connection or relationship, be it through prayer, through fellowship, through your word, where there would just be the moment, the aha moment, Lord, that they go, God is with me. And that touch would be a refreshment, a strengthening, an encouragement for all the stuff that's going on around us. Sometimes, Lord, just having your hand on our back or on our shoulder is all we need. And that's what we're praying for, that you would touch us. 
Touch us by your power, by your grace, by your mercy, and through your love, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, people, time to get into uh, the deep part of the word. Eh, it's not that deep. Okay, but the point is, here we're in, the, we're in Hebrews, we're in chapter 9. Last week I had the privilege of talking to you about what was behind the most holy place, or what was in there in the most holy place, the golden altar of incense and the Ark of the Covenant. We talked about that last week from Hebrews. I did not get to finish that portion, and I want to finish it because of how important this is. So I want to pick it up from uh, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 4, and it says this, okay? It had a golden altar of incense, and the Ark of the Covenant covered the gold on all sides, covered in gold on all sides, in which was a golden jar containing the manna, Aaron's staff that had budded, and the tablets of the covenant. The cherubim of glory were above and overshadowing the mercy seat. It is not possible to speak about these things in detail right now. But with these things prepared like this, the priests entered the, the first room repeatedly performing their ministry. Let me just explain something to you that is essential to your faith, way beyond the scope of the normal place of faith, and that is this, inside the most holy of holies. So on the outside, there's an outer court. So think of it this way. Think of it as an outside court and then an inner court, and then the inner, inner, inner court. So there's like three levels that are going on there that, that that we understand. And so in the outer court, there's a lot of stuff that's happening. Maybe you're thinking about, you know, that's where, you know, just the different uh, items are taking place, different groups are meeting. In that next court, the priest goes in there on a regular basis to minister before the Lord, to do the things that are uh, essential for the, for the people at large. But once a year, he goes into the inner, inner sanctuary, which is the most holy place where the presence of God is. And in the presence of God, two of the witnesses there are that there is incense and there is the Ark of the Covenant. Incense represents the prayers. Ark of the Covenant represents the laws. And what is it that's above? What is it that's above? the Ark of the Covenant, what is it that's above everything in the Holy of Holies? It says the cherubim of glory were above the Ark, overshadowing the mercy seat. The most important element for you and I to get is that you and I never, can never, will never, by the way, deserve to go into the very presence of God of our own accord. And in fact, Israel was aware that if a high priest went into the presence of God in any fashion unworthy, he'd have a rope tied to his ankle because if God smote him on the spot, he'd be dragged out. Okay, pretty important stuff. But one of the things that people miss is sitting above all of that is the cherubs or the angels who are overshadowing the mercy seat. And the mercy seat is what everything functions through. If it not for God's mercy, you would not have existed past your first moment of sin. Only God's mercy enabled you and me, probably especially me, to go past step one because the deservedness of what we have done in life is 
far outweighed in judgment. But the mercy seat prevents the execution of that judgment. In James chapter 2, verse 13, it says, Mercy triumphs over judgment. You've heard me say this before, and I just happen to like this. So I think of this as a boxing match. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> so um, one side, in one corner is judgment, right? The other corner is mercy, right? Then they meet in the middle, right? And then judgment's, you know, punching away, and then mercy's punching away, and then an uppercut comes right into judgment because mercy triumphs over judgment, and that's how we need to think of it when we're engaging with God because it is by his mercy, it is by, by not receiving what we do deserve, which is judgment, that we are enabled to encounter and enjoy the most holy of holies. We're just getting into this. It's so cool. It's great stuff. All right, we'll take our break, and then we'll come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year-end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. The David Spoon Experience. Ladies and gentlemen, let me welcome to the show, uh, very proudly and honorably, uh, Roma Downey and Mark Burnett, two people who have spearheaded uh, the miniseries, the epic miniseries, The Bible, which I think we've talked about on this show 900 times, because it is an incredible series. Uh, and I just want to say welcome to both of you. Thank you for joining us here. Thank you so much. We're now on the David Spoon Experience. Yeah, I mean, I mean that in a quarter, and you still can't uh, make a phone call. It's incredible, and it's never been done before. And you can be the first person in your neighborhood to win. What is it? It's a contest. How do I play? It's simple, and there's three ways to win. You can go to Facebook, type in David Spoon Media. And on any Facebook post, type in the word Jesus in the comment section. And it's free. You can also send an email to davidspoonmedia at gmail.com and write the word Jesus in the subject line. Or you can go to YouTube and give a comment on any video. But 
you have to use the word Jesus. This is your chance to win, and it's free. What do I win? You can win 100 thank yous right on air. It's incredible. It's unbelievable. But it's only for a limited time. Enter now. Here's a taste. Thank you for listening to the David Spoon Experience. To the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas, where we're getting ready to offer up our first trivia question. Get ready now. Get ready. It's a little tough. I go a little tougher on Fridays. I want you guys to think a little bit. According to Jesus, what is it? That if given to one of these little ones, will earn someone a reward in heaven. It is a cup. A cup of what? According to Jesus, what is it that if given to one of these little ones, will earn someone a reward in heaven? It is a cup. A cup of what? Let me see if you know the answer. 972. Oh, very good, Joanne and Cordelia. Uh, 972-445-0770. That'd be the number to call. And then you get to talk to Amazing Jen. That's always amazing. And then uh, 214-210-8483. That is the number to text. And then as well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Wouldn't it be nice if I didn't hit my mute button with my arm every once in a while? Wouldn't that be like a nice, it's like genius. Uh, we're going to do our DNA. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to do our DNA. Uh, Abraham, yes, sir. That is correct. Uh, 972-445-0770. If you want to call in, 214-210-8483. If, indeed, uh, you uh, want to text. And we do have somebody calling in. So before we do our DNA, uh, we will take that call and give them that chance. Then we'll do our DNA. Then we'll do the rest of the teaching. Uh, Abraham, you got to let me know if you want me to call you Abraham or Abe. This is how we do things around here. We just, you know, and I, I really appreciate it because we have people that text in all the time and I don't have their names. So like I said, I assign <clears throat> names. Uh, none of them are negative, but they're kind of funny. So uh, he no longer has a funny name. He now has his name. Uh, somebody ready to answer the trivia? They are. Send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? How are you, Doc? Oh, Paul, Paul How are you? How are you, my brother? We've been praying for you. I'm so glad you called in. It's just a blessing to hear your voice. Thank you. And I, I heard your prayers a couple of times. I really do appreciate that. It, it really meant a lot. And I'm improving. Things are getting better. Still got a few things to go through. But um, God is good all the time. Um, I learned something through this experience. It's one of the most painful physical experiences I've gone through, but it's nothing compared to what Jesus did for me. Correct. Excellent observation. Excellent learning. I mean, that's just really what it is. You you almost identify with the Lord a little bit more, but it, you also recognize, yeah, but it's not to how the level he went because it was never anything he did. And it was like, wow. But you connect right. more because you suffered through it. And it's like, that's excellent. Right. 
Excellent. Brother. Yeah, I could just see Jesus if if I know he would never do this, but if Jesus in the flesh would if I told him my hip hurt, he'd roll his eyes at me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think I have the answer, David. I'm not hundred percent sure, but I think I know it. All right, so let me set the question up, and then you do your best, and if you're not there, we'll get you there. So here you go. According to Jesus, what is it that if given to one of the little ones will earn someone a reward in heaven, a cup of Water. That is correct, sir. All right. All right. You are 100% correct, Amundo. A cup of water seals the deal. That just gets you another thing in heaven, which is like, that's nice. (laughs) Absolutely. Hey, David, I'm going to write up, I'm going to write up a short testimony of what, of what I've gone through these last couple of months. And, um, God's really moved on my heart. The Lord spoke to me a couple of times through this. It was pretty hard. Um, but I'll write it up, and I may email it to you after I get it put together and kind of give you an idea of what I was going through. You you got it. And if you want to read that or you want me to read it or something along those lines, to the honest, you tell me. You tell me what you want to do to reach out to your brothers and sisters, and we'll we'll facilitate that, okay? You got it. I'll give you a little hint. Um, the safest place that a human being can be is in the presence of the Father. That is absolutely correct, sir. You are right. That is it, man. Right, the David. best place to be is with the Lord. The answer is more That's of God. Right. That's right. Exactly right. All right, David, you have a good day. I'll be listening to the program. All right. God bless you, brother. All right. All right. Excellent. So glad to hear from him. Been praying for him. It's such a great thing. All right. We're going to move right into our DNA, then right into the teaching because we are just loaded to bear, which, of course, I don't even know what that means because loaded to bear, I don't, what is it? Is there a bear and he's got something and it's loaded? I don't get it. Uh, DNA, D, draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. I love the energy you bring to Daily. It's like people look just exactly what Paul said. The closer in you get, the better off you are. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. I know what the world thinks. Who cares? They don't got to heaven to put you in. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means that your observations are not just on ourselves, which is like, I have a hard time doing that. I'm like, I got to think about other people too. Like I do. And your flesh is going, no, you don't. The spirit party is going, yes, you do. And the Lord's going, yes, you do. So we need to do that. So let's be sensitive to the Lord and aware of other people. Okay, back to this text because I need to finish this one portion. And we're not going to go as deep in this as we normally would, but I want you to catch this, okay? So this is Hebrews chapter 9. We're at verse 6. Uh, With these things prepared like this, the priests entered the first room repeatedly performing their ministry. But the high priest alone enters the second room, and he does that only once a year and never without blood, which he offers for himself and for the sins of the people, for the, what the people had committed in ignorance. Now, it's superbly important for us to get this. Once a year, the priest went into the second room, okay? Second room, got it? To deal with the sins of the people, the priest went into the presence of God. Now follow this. And let's just use Paul as he he was just sharing with us. He's like, you know, the real answer here is getting closer into the presence of the Lord. Exactly right. In the Old Testament, the way to deal with every and any issue was to go into the presence of the Lord. And what people have been doing since Adam 
is when they sin or something goes on, they run from God. So God, in testimony, puts in the law that what you do when you're dealing with things is you come into the presence of God, not run away and hide from God. So once a year, the priest goes into the second room. This is to deal with the sins of the people. Watch this. This is why this is so powerful. This is a foreshadowing of what Jesus was going to open up. This was God in the law. Watch this. This is a smart God is way past us. God in the law was sharing the gospel. <laughs> like, wait, what? No, no, no. You understand? In the law is the testimony of the gospel. Where do you go when you have the the the, the deepest, most most absolutely grinding need? Into the presence of God. What we know we're going to find out as you get into uh, Hebrews 9, uh, a little further on in Hebrews 10, is that Jesus makes this opening for us so that we don't have to do it once a year, so that we can go into the actual presence of God. It's by the blood of Jesus Christ that we can actually access. And the ultimate irony is that a Christian can access the very presence of God 365, 24-7. So when we come about and say, I got no time to spend with the Lord, but I can certainly watch an hour and a half of TV, we are putting ourselves at a disadvantage. And don't you know, the Lord records everything. There's nothing that you have ever said, done, or thought that is not on God's DVR. <laughs> it's just, sorry, <laughs> sorry, I'm telling you. And so uh, you're not going to be able to go, well, I was very busy. Because you know what, what, the, what you ultimately could hear from the Lord in that, okay, is you were so busy taking care of everything else that you couldn't hang out with me just a little that that I just don't feel in my heart, or believe in my mind, or understand with my spirit that that's going to go well. That's not going to go well. We need to get that time in, and Jesus for it's Jesus makes that way available. And the law, he, the the author of Hebrews shows us the law gives us testimony to this ahead of time. My brothers and sisters, I can give you nothing better ever than to tell you the exact same thing that Paul and I were just talking about. The answer is more of him in every situation. Since he's the creator of man, he knows everything that is necessary for man. Ooh, that's a good one. Yep. That's a good one. All right, we'll take our break and come back. You'll be listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame. What is the David Spoon Experience? So you know what David did? He asked God again. And how did God answer? He answered him. God didn't go, oh, you asked me twice. <laughs> strike you with lightning. Strike you with lightning. It's like, that's not how this works. So the scripture says in 1 Samuel 23, 4, go check out your Bible. Once again, David inquired of the Lord and the Lord answered him. It's like, go, 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 go do your thing. Go, 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 go. 
It's okay to inquire more than once, even if there's an answer that you've got, because sometimes we look for reassurance and clarity and for comfort and from eliminating hearing mistakes. We're not trying to irritate God. We're not trying to fight against his will. We're not trying to be uh, disobedient. The Lord knows that. See, I think what happens is we'll do something. It'll be sincere action. Then somebody else may hear about it or you mention somebody and the way they interpret it is different than the way God interprets it. When I come before the Lord and he says, go do this, and I come before the Lord again and do one of those, are you sure? (laughs) You know, kind of thing. That's not me trying to be bad. And this is the same kind of thing that happens when you get into the the, the people that that uh, you know one group in Christianity is like you know you can't you, you can't ask for signs and ask for signs at all because it shows that you either have no faith or you don't believe Jesus is the Messiah. Well, first of all, that's not true because God gave signs all the way from Genesis to Revelation, so that's just silly. The other part of that is people asking for signs like Gideon were just like going, okay, I'm just trying not to mess this up. Right? What Jesus rebuked was the people asking for a sign to prove he was the Messiah. That's substantially different than asking God, uh, I, I just need to know I'm not doing this dumb. Right? I mean, and that's why what we do is we kind of pour into these rules and these reasonings, and it's like, you know what? Don't do that. Come before the Lord, be yourself. You know, you don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to posture before God. He already knows. <laughs> it's like it's like you know. I just want you to know. I'm not going to look up right now. Now, if you really feel that way, that's fair. But don't do that because you're trying to impress God. Because He knows you're trying to impress Him. So then, don't do that. Just tell him what's going on. Share your heart. Share your feelings. One of the things that I see about prayer, and this is a true statement. Some people say, well, people pray to get things changed. Uh, it's maybe better to say that we pray so that God changes us. That might be more accurate so that we get into a surrender or a, a, a yielded position. It's not that you can't have faith, not that you can't pray, but um, what I'm talking about is coming and yielding and going, Just I'm just trying to get the clarity. I want to know what I'm doing is what you want to do. I think it's a, a very important element for people who are seeking wisdom just to be as earnest and honest as possible. If the Lord grants you a sign, the bigger problem about that is most of the time, like for Israel, they didn't believe it anyway. 